we're going back to medical. Okay. All right, we've, we've, we've been heavy medical short sec yeah, today. Yeah, we have. Um, medical. All right. So if you had to be an organ in the body, which would you choose? So I got to think of the things you can't live without. Well, most organs you can't live without. That's I mean, not necessarily can, true. But, but also, yeah. Well, you, can, you, you make it without a gallbladder. People do all the time. You can make it without an appendix. People do it all the time. And that's two of them off. You can make it without your tonsils. That's not really an organ. It's more of a... But what if the appendix was actually your favorite organ because it is a useless organ that causes significant RVUs for you in the emergency department? <laughs> no, that's true. And, 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 it's, and it's and truly satisfying. And you're only going to cause a problem once, but it's, it's going to be a right. big problem. It's going to be a big problem. You get rid of it. And isn't it really satisfying? And now, we're getting a little bit away from the question, but yeah. to diagnose appendicitis is oh. one of the more satisfying it's diagnoses true. you can make. You're like, man, uh, it's, it's better when you can diagnose it without the CAT scan. You're like, you have appendicitis. Yeah. We're going to get the CAT scan to prove it, but you got it. Well, mostly it's because oh, you, you actually found the problem. You know, but that's a whole other question. But to, which organ would you be? Which organ would I be? I think it'd be the pancreas. It's only because Weird Al has a song about the pancreas. Oh, he does? I don't know. Does he have a really? song about the pancreas? He has a pancreas song? He has a, I've never he has heard a pancreas, this pancreas song. song. Oh, nice. We will we will loop it into this. This yeah. will be the music somehow, some way. Yeah. Cue Weird Al pancreas song. And that's just because, I mean, so it's I like the... We're going to be able to do it because it's probably not free. As long as it's only a short clip. Yeah. Okay. It's like the brain of the endocrine system. So, like, all the electrolytes it's come the in. It's the brain of the... Well, it regulates everything. Endocrine system? It regulates everything. Everything? It, it regulates, re- it regulates things. things, or is it just responding to the hormones given by the brain? I mean, isn't it like... I, I don't remember my medical school loop feedbacks, but isn't it like yeah. the pituitary gland or something like that actually like yes. the brain of the... 100%. Yeah, That's, thank you. All right, well... There is only one organ in the body that regulates everything. The brain. brain. All right, well, I'd still go with the pancreas. Pancreas. I'm torn. I'm torn because, like I was just saying, the brain is it's pretty phenomenal. The chief of the entire system, but it's what, what makes us different. I really like the eyeball. Oh, and it's complex. I think but simple. Well, no, just it, maybe it's the the photographer hobbyist in me is our eyes see amazing things, mm-hmm. and trying to replicate that with a camera is very difficult. Actually, sometimes impossible. We have to start manipulating, using editing, and that kind of stuff. So, to me. Being an eye is such a cool thing because you get to see everything the way it's supposed to be seen. It's true. It's advanced but simple. Extremely advanced. Extremely. And to be honest, it is the one organ in the body that when there's a major issue with it still grosses me out. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Right? I mean, like ocular trauma to me is the one, it is literally the one thing that I, I might get grossed out after a bad trauma. Yeah. But I get grossed out during ocular trauma. I'm like, yeah. oh, oh, no, no. Yeah. Somebody else, can, can we take care of this? I Even just, just goopy eyes, I'm just like, ooh. Yeah, kind of gross. Not my fun. Kind of gross. Not this is this, this is a really tough question. There's so many cool organs. There's so many cool things in the body. Um, so I I don't know if this is my favorite, but I'm going to... The auditory system, and particularly the ear canals, are one of my favorite things to explain to a patient. And almost every single time, the patient looks at me like I'm absolutely crazy. So somebody who has vertigo... Mm-hmm. And I start explaining about the hair and the fluid and precipitating a little stone and how you have three canals on each side, you know, forward, side to side, and an oblong angle, and things sloshing differently, which is why you feel dizzy. And to me, it's such a cool explanation of what's going on. And inevitably, the patient is like, so that's great, Doc. How are you going to fix it? Don't 
care. <laughs> like, oh, actually, I'm not. I'm just right. going to something to dull that sense <laughs> right. a little bit and yeah. send you home. Yeah, <laughs> that is true, though, because you get all, like, excited about your explanation, and they're like, I don't care. Like, it's, one of the, it's one of the things you can truly, I mean, in a non, so many of the cool things that we try want to explain are in really sick patients that you can't really explain to because they're not in a condition yeah. to hear about it, and you explain to their family, but things are kind of rushed, and they, this is one of those things you can explain, explain to a patient that's not acutely ill, though maybe uncomfortable, and they still just don't. When I explain that exact vertigo spiel, spiel, whatever. Spiel. I like to walk around rapidly across the room, <laughs> <laughs> so they have to follow me. In an attempt to cure the vertigo? That's a complete joke. I would never do that. That actually sounds like something you would do. But. What if we turned, we could make it the Gronowski procedure, which is, the, it's essentially the Epley, but done during explanation of the patient condition by just walking around the room. I, I do, when I am curious if this is a po- possible vertigo patient, I do try to manipulate them secretively to turning their head from side to side mm-hmm. by moving around, hand motions randomly, that kind of stuff, to see if I can get them to turn their head. Because usually someone who has vertigo has already self-figured out that if they move their head, like, I can't they do feel this. like yeah. crap. So they and when you leave the room, they're like, I think my doctor just had a seizure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That just made me think of something. What if... The next time you have a patient that's having pseudo seizures, you just started having a pseudo seizure too. <laughs> that would be, that'd be fun. Julian pseudo seizures, you, just to see if you could get them to stop because everyone else is freaking out about you having a pseudo seizure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, doctor, are you okay? Oh my gosh! My hey, my doc's having a seizure. Yeah. <laughs> Fooled you. you. And you woke up. Thank you. You can leave. Yeah. Nice. That's a good thought. I like that one. Yeah. You should try that. That's good. good stuff. That's really good stuff. Another short sack in the book. My pain yeah. is always there for me.